everyone, and a very warm welcome to Grow Your Own Way, a podcast for anyone looking to reclaim the power of their own personal growth and be exactly who they want to be. I'm your host, Kevin Roberts, and I'm a coach, learning and development professional, and growth geek who genuinely gets joy out of helping people become the best versions of themselves. Throughout this podcast, we aim to give everyone the belief that there is no one right way to grow, and hopefully we will inspire and motivate people to forge their own paths and in turn, live a life that is true to them. Today, we explore our comfort zones and take an alternative look to the common narrative that we should leap outside of them. By their very nature, comfort zones are places where we feel safe, so being forced away from them can be rather scary. So in this episode, we're going to take a look through a different lens and see if there are other ways that we can grow without being forced into an uncomfortable position. So if you're ready, let's get started. Now, today's episode is one that I've gone back and forth about recording, actually. Uh, some days I think, uh, yes, people will want to hear it. And other days I thought people will just completely disagree with what I say. Um, and I'll tell you what's caused this indecisiveness. It is the bombardment of messages that we get and the volume of approval behind the messages that say comfort zones are our enemies. I mean, how often have you heard statements or seen social media posts saying things like life begins at the end of your comfort zone or comfort is the enemy of progression or you can't grow in a comfort zone? Literally, if you were to Google the phrase comfort zone, just look at all the images and the articles telling you how to get outside of them. Now, as a coach, you'd be forgiven for thinking that I share in agenda. However, I also believe there are other ways to view it. And the main reason I opted to record the episode is because I reminded myself of the purpose of this podcast. My core belief and the foundation of Grow Your Own Way is built upon the fact that there is no one right way to grow. Each and every one of us is different. Meaning that if there are people who swear by the fact that they need to get out of their comfort zone, then surely there must also be people who oppose that way of thinking. Uh, And if that's the case, then why not share my thoughts and maybe someone somewhere will appreciate it. And actually, in addition to that, maybe today's episode will also help us think about how we talk to each other. Uh, I know a bunch of people who firmly believe that you have to step outside your comfort zone. People who believe that you have to do something scary every day. And for them, that approach works. But, and this is a big but, just because something works for one does not mean that it works for everyone. So giving someone advice about how you've approached it may not work for others. So hopefully, not only will this episode talk to people personally, but maybe open up eyes about how we talk to each other, especially if you are a trusted person who people turn to for help. So let's first look at what we mean when we say comfort zone. Now, as always, there's a lot of content out there, so I'm just going to share my interpretations. Um, And whenever I talk about comfort zone, I like to make it visual. So I get a pen and paper out and I draw three circles. I draw one right in the middle of a page, then another larger circle around that, and then an even larger circle around that. If you can imagine like the target circles in curling or archery, you get the idea of of what I draw out. So the middle circle is our comfort zone, which put simply is a psychological state where things feel familiar to us, where we feel in control of our environment. Now, when we put it that way, it sounds quite nice. Uh, In fact, research suggests that when people are in their comfort zone, they have low levels of anxiety and low levels of stress, which can lead to a steady level of performance. So straight away, when we see the benefits of being in our comfort zone, it's easy to see why people like staying there. To have that constant feeling of control and familiarity. Uh, And you know what? At times in our lives, it's not just a nicety, but that state is actually essential to help us through difficult moments. So the question then is, why would we ever need to move out of our comfort zones? Well, to answer this, we look at the second circle that we drew, the, the middle one. 
And this area is something called the Optimal Performance Zone. Uh, it's not a very catchy name, I know. Maybe we can rename it at some point. Uh, but anyway, th there's research to suggest that when we step into this psychological state, our performance is able to reach an optimum level. Now, if you remember in our comfort zone, we said we can attain a steady performance, where it's arguable that this new zone allows us to perform at our best. Now, when I say performance, this could relate to anything. It could be your performance at work, at the gym, in a relationship, displaying a skill, or even a behavior. And once again, that doesn't sound too scary. Um, but it's at this point that I genuinely think people misconstrue the concept of stepping outside of your comfort zone. And this is where all the different messaging begins. Now, just think for a second, what would it take you to go into that optimal performance zone, this second circle? Would you need to jump two-footed outside of one into the other, or would you just dip your toes in the water to see how it feels? Is that journey from one circle to the next just the tiniest of steps or a humongous leap? Would it take you five seconds or would it take you five weeks? And saying it like this, the end results could be the same, but there are very, very different methods to get you there. Now, add to that, the sizes of our zones are different too. Some of us have small comfort zones and a larger area of optimal performance, whilst others are the other way around. So when we look at all of this together, we can really begin to see the danger of this one-size-fits-all approach. If we were to ignore what we know about our own zones and instead listen to the popular opinion of how we should act, if we listen to that advice just to jump in and really push yourself outside of your comfort zone, we run the risk of taking too big of a leap and ending up in this third and final circle we drew, which is called the danger zone. Now, if you're anything like me, saying danger zone instantly makes me want to sing the Kenny Loggins classic. Uh, but sadly, this danger zone is nowhere near as enjoyable. Uh, instead, this zone is the complete opposite of the comfort zone. In the danger zone, people often feel out of control. They will experience high levels of anxiety and high levels of stress. And this doesn't sound like a place we want to be. But the sad part is, too many people end up here as they are just told to take the leap. Just have a think now, have you ever felt that way because someone pushed you too hard? I know I have. Yet we're consistently told, just do it, it's sink or swim time. Uh, and as I say that term, can we just point out the ludicrousy of that? Sink or swim. You are being put in a position where the only two outcomes are to succeed or fail. I, I, I didn't agree to that. Um, just imagine if you couldn't swim and I threw you into the middle of the sea and said, oh, well, it's sink or swim time. I, I can't imagine that having a happy ending. Um, but anyway, I digress there. I, I, I think the point I was making is that far too often we use the comfort zone argument as a reason to get people to do things they're not comfortable doing. Um, now, sometimes this is done out of love and with the best intentions. And of course, there are people who need that style of encouragement. But there are also lots of people in my life, especially, who would not respond to that type of approach. If I tried doing that, I would be plopping them right in the middle of their danger zones, filling them with anxiety and stress and possibly scaring them for future endeavours. So why on earth would I want to do that to someone? Now, you may be thinking, okay, Kev, you've made your point, but what's the alternative? And if you're asking that, then it's a wonderful question, and unsurprisingly, one I've been asked often. Now, when I am asked this question, I, I tend to revert to three pieces of advice. And today, I'm going to share those three pieces of advice with you, uh, with the hope that they benefit you or those around you. And my first piece of advice is just simply a change of terminology. So instead of focusing, uh, stepping outside of your comfort zone, why can't we just instead say, grow your comfort zone? And remember, it's a place where we are comfortable and we're in control. 
So wouldn't it be nice if more aspects of our life, more skills, were to fall under that bracket? If we were to grow our comfort zone, not only can we control the pace we operate, but there would also be far less chance for us to slip into the danger zone. So let me give you an example of how growing a comfort zone worked for me. So 18 years ago, I was best man at my brother's wedding. Now, of course, as best man, I needed to give a speech. Uh, And at a time, I didn't think that was too far out of my comfort zone. I thought I was quite prepared for it, and I thought it would be easy. Uh, Alas, I was wrong. Uh, I don't want to say it was a disaster, but it certainly didn't go well. Uh, It turns out I wasn't very funny, nor was I any good at public speaking. Um, So by the end of the speech, I was definitely in the danger zone, and I was was not happy, and I wasn't proud of, of what I'd done. And being put in the danger zone could have meant that I never spoke in public again. But I was young at the time and I was determined, actually, this is something I want to be better at. So I needed a plan. Now, one approach could have just been, just do it again. Just find another way, another speech, and just get out there. It's the way to learn, after all. It's sink or swim time. Now, whilst that could have worked, um, what if it didn't? What if I was awful again? What if I ended up back in the danger zone? What would I have done next? Um, I would say it's unlikely I'd ever wanted to, to give a speech again. And I even strongly doubt I would work in L&D. So I am ever so grateful that I didn't take that approach. So instead, I opted to grow my comfort zone. So I knew that speaking to 50 people was was danger for me. But what was I comfortable with? Well, I, I could talk to easily a small group of five or so people. Uh, so that was a good place to start. Uh, and when I went into work next, I asked whether I could host a buzz session, which was just a little meeting at the start of the day to like share performance and G your team up for the day. But it gave me a chance to speak in front of people, but keeping it at a number that I was comfortable with. Um, And you can more likely guess where I'm going here. But to grow my comfort zone, I slowly grew the number of people that I was presenting to. I moved on to presenting to two teams, then three, then my department, then my calling floor, then the whole business. And in the space of six months, I think I went from talking to a group of six people to a group of nearly 200 Now that sounds like a big change to my comfort zone, but here's the kicker. At no point did I stretch myself too far. At no point was I at risk of going into my danger zone because I grew my levels of comfort. I grew my circle so that public speaking was a skill I developed over time as my comfort grew. And the great news is you can use a similar approach for any growth. Um, Next time you want to develop a new skill or experience or behavior, Instead of just jumping in at the deep end, ask if there is a way that you can grow your comfort zone. Is there a way to step change rather than go all in? And you'd be surprised at how that process just makes things a little bit easier and a little bit more comfortable for you as well. The second piece of advice I give is to those who are maybe ready to take a bigger step out of their comfort zone. And I just simply remind them to stay anchored. Now, what I mean by this is when you embark on this bigger step, just be sure to keep a connection to something that you are very comfortable with to anchor yourself to a certain skill you already have. So let me give you an example. Um, When I set up this podcast, it was a brand new world for me. I'd never appeared on one. I'd never recorded one, never edited one before. It was quite a step outside of my comfort zone. However, to, to help me take this step, I identified what I could anchor to that was in my comfort zone. So yes, I'd never done anything podcasty before, but what was I comfortable with? Well, I'm comfortable talking, unsurprisingly. Uh, I'm comfortable sharing my thoughts. I'm comfortable creating a narrative, providing takeaways, and I'm comfortable helping other people. 
all of that stuff sits firmly within my comfort zone. So I was able to use them as anchors so that my move into podcasting wasn't this scary walk into the unknown, rather an exploration with a guide rope. I used my comfort zone to help me achieve my goals of creating a podcast. So whilst it was new, it was nowhere near as scary as it could have been if I had no anchor, nothing to relate to, nothing to hold on to. So think about that when it comes to your own next steps. Say you're looking at a career change. Rather than seeing this as entering a brand new undiscovered world, consider what you already have that will help you succeed elsewhere. What already lies within your comfort zone that you can take with you, that you can anchor to, that will make any transition far less of a shock. And my third piece of advice is to make sure that you grow your comfort zone in a direction that you want to, not what other people think. And this is always an interesting conversation. I ask people why they stretch themselves or why they're doing things they're uncomfortable with. And I honestly can't believe the amount of people who say, I was told to. I had a conversation literally, I think it was a few weeks ago now, with someone who said that they needed to step out of their comfort zone and start presenting to start public speaking. But they didn't want to do that. They had no place in their career path. There was no desire to do it. They couldn't see a benefit to it. But other people thought, oh, that's a skill you really need. Now, the one thing that is scarier than jumping out of your comfort zone is being dragged out of it to a place that you don't want to be. When you're taking a step and there's no buy-in, there's no desire, there's no need, it's always going to be an uphill battle. So a good question to ask yourself is why do you want to step outside your comfort zone? Some people say, well, I don't. I don't want to do it all. Um, And you can guess what my follow-up questions are there. But often people will say that they need it for a larger goal. So whilst it may not be ideal for them or a bit uncomfortable for them, it's actually needed to maybe take a step towards a dream job or to be able to make more money for family. So although it's a little bit of comfort, what they're doing is they're actually saying, well, here's my why. And we've spoken about finding your why many times before, but the whole concept is that if you have a strong why, a strong reason to step outside of your comfort zone, it just makes the whole process infinitely easier. It's no longer this chore or being dragged out, but a conscious decision of yours to move. Now, huge differences in the way of thinking there, isn't it? And I promise you, that mentality shift makes the world of difference to growing your comfort zone. So there are my three pieces of advice for growing your comfort zone. And I'll end this episode with a request or even a plead. And I said at the start that I was unsure of recording this because the amount of messaging that's out there telling you that you have to leap outside of your comfort zone. Hopefully today has shown that's not the case. So my request is that we respect each other's processes when it comes to comfort zones. I have friends who will absolutely dive headfirst into anything and step as far out of their comfort zone as they can. But I also have friends who will just inch over the line. And here's the thing, neither is right or wrong. One approach is not better than the other. One is not more effective. One does not set you up for success any better. The right approach, the one that works best, is the one that works for you. And that's it. If you can make your comfort zone work for you, if you can take the steps you want to take, whether large or small, frequent or irregular, then you will know true power over your comfort zones. And with that power comes the freedom to grow your own way. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Now, I've spoken about this topic many times and I've had some wonderful conversations. Some people fully agree with the content, some partially agree, some completely disagree. 
but whichever camp you sit in, I truly hope that you enjoyed the episode. If you did enjoy it, or any other episode for that matter, it would mean a lot to me if you could subscribe to and rate the podcast. And you can do this wherever you get your podcasts from. And of course, please feel free to leave a review so others can benefit too. Uh, a reminder that if you want to get in touch, you can find me on Instagram with the username of Official Grow Your Own Weight, or connect with me on LinkedIn by searching for Kevin Roberts. But for now, I just want to say thank you for listening. I'm always ever so grateful to each and every one of you. I hope you all stay safe and well, and I will speak to you on the next episode of Grow Your Own Way. Goodbye.